Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. A little Friday morning recording for you. Don't think we've done this one since the season opener against Banks County, but some travel logistics uh, in my schedule pushed this one back a little bit. But we are happy to bring it to you for your Friday listening pleasure. we got plenty to talk about today, including the Tigers' huge win over the Blue Tigers down in Washington, some Week 11 results, Week 12 previews, and of course, Commerce Lincoln County, Ray Lamb Stadium for the Region Championship. In the words of Wes Blankenship, if that don't light your fire, your woods wet. Let's get to the show. Listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Uncle Saul joining me now via phone in, as mentioned, a little bit of a different episode today, but we're going to bring it to you nonetheless and we'll see how it goes. I've been on the road running uh, my last golf tournament of the year for 2020 down in Statesboro all week, so not quite as prepared as usual. I did catch up with uh, Hal Lamb while I was down there as he was uh, playing in the tournament, so good to see some familiar commerce faces down there. Um, a good drive back up from Statesboro, by the way. You hit some kind of high school football towns. You got you start in Statesboro, of course, go through Wrens and Thompson, the Brickyard. Uh, I know our friends at Jefferson remember the last time they were in the Brickyard. Uh, go up through Washington. So it's a nice little drive on the way back from Statesboro. But uh, anyways, Uncle Song, how we doing? I'm doing all right, Dino. Sitting here at the house uh, trying to get well. I'm feeling well under the weather. Um, but I'm uh, doing good. Excited to talk a little bit of football. Talk about Washington Wilkes last week. It was, it was a great game. I'm telling you what, that was a great game. Uh we had a lot of fun down there. We had a, we had four of us go down. My brother, uh, dad, you, me. Um, my dad actually drove Coach Lamb home, so uh, he didn't he didn't ride back with us, but he drove Miss Lamb and Coach Lamb back home. They they, had, they said it was a good time driving them back home and talking to them. So that was that was a, a little a little side note there. But um, where do we want to start with this? Do you want to start with the restaurant review? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump right in. Let's That's do the restaurant with. review that that we because we actually can do it this week. So we actually did go to the place that was picked uh, for us on Twitter. Thanks for for all of you who voted in the poll. Um, I'm I'm blanking right now on what what was what was the other choice? What was the other choice we had? I, I, I remember it was, it was Maddie's Pub and Grill. That's and right. The Bull and the Pig, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we we did uh, Bull and the Pig one, and. We did have a lot of people that went to the other place too, though. So I, I think both places were were pretty good um, from what yeah. we heard. But we did go to um, Pig and Bull Grill, and it was good. It was good. It was a nice little hole in the wall place that you know, kind of on the outside, you're like, this, this is not much. But you go in uh, and you get the smell. You know, the greases, the aromas flowing <laughs> flowing through. Uh, I knew when I went in and on the board, they I looked at the breakfast and they had. Uh, like a hog jaw biscuit with hook cheese and a fried egg. I was like, oh, we're in the right spot. We're in the right spot. Yeah, and they had, uh, they had Paul Bunyan, like a huge Paul Bunyan statue outside yep. the restaurant, which was kind of odd. But they did, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a cool place. It was. Had the had some, uh, 
fried catfish po' boy. Uh, so that was that was good. It was a good place. Uh, glad to show a little spotlight on it. They were the owner was in there, uh, kind of serving it up, pretty busy, you know, running around. But he did mention uh, he was trying to take care of some of the commerce folks that were coming in. He was like, "Well, you know, I, I, y'all got Monte Williams, all time leading rusher. I got to take care of y'all." <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. Talk too. He, they were the ones that told us about Dakis Thurman giving the pregame yeah, speech. So yeah, Dakis Thurman gave the uh, gave the pregame speech to Washington Wilkes and then sat like a few rows down from us. Turns out. So uh, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of there was a lot of like folks you wouldn't expect to be here. We also talked to like some Lincoln County folks, and mm-hmm, Green County, Green folks. County. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green County folks, uh, Lincoln County. There was a lot of people that had came over. Um, from Lincoln and Green because they were playing each other. And actually one of the guys we were, we were walking in with was like, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to watch a real football game. So I, I, I went ahead and came over here. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. That was a, that was a good way to start uh, start the night there at the restaurant and then meet some people coming in from kind of different areas. But, Saul, where we want to start with with the uh, with the results here, what happened uh, down there in Washington? Okay, so uh, we'll start off covers and uh, – Jake Freddy's for the captain last Friday night. Only had one captain, which is kind of rare for commerce, but uh, we won the toss and got the ball. Came out looking pretty impressive. Um, we took took drive all the way, the open drive all the way down to about the ten yard line and fumbled. And uh, Washington Wilkes recovered. But despite that early turnover, commerce jumped out to a, a quick fourteen to nothing lead. Uh, Sammy Brown scored on a, a 10-yard touchdown rush. Trey Huff drove in for a one-yard touchdown. Uh, early on, the Tiger D played really well. Uh, we forced three quick Washington Wilkes three and outs. But on Washington Wilkes' fourth drive, they found success, and Corey Danner took a sweep for 44 or 41 yards and six points. PAT was good. Soon after that, Washington Wilkes quarterback, uh, Dalen Cobb, number one, scored again to knot it all up at 14. Uh, if, if you were at the game, uh, there was a, a period there late in the second quarter where he, he looked like Mike Lick out there on the field. He was juking. He was a stud. And he was. He To me, he was their best player. You know, we talked about Justin Myers before uh, last week when we were, we were kind of reviewing or preview in Washington Williams talk about Justin Myers, but right. to me, David Cobb is, is the, the player of the I'm, I remember the just team. just to briefly mention uh Myers, I remember the first play of the game, uh Draylen Martin kind of broke through and they met each other and you were kinda of looking down at your phone tweeting something about maybe like the kickoff return or where we were starting at or whatever and and you I mean, I said, Man, did you see that? And you're like, No, but I heard it <laughs> <laughs> They hit yeah, each other I, real I hard, and I, I think I think Myers was a little surprised that that Draylen didn't immediately fall backwards. It was a pretty pretty violent collision, and uh, I think Draylen got the best of him a little bit. Yeah, it was a lick, and there were a lot of licks fast uh, Friday night. It wasn't a you know a soft football game at all. Nah. Uh, so they're picking up in Cobb. the. I think it was yeah yeah. So after Dalen Cobb, we knotted up at fourteen all. Yep, and then uh, we got the ball back, and uh, we fumbled near midfield and gave Washington Wilkes one more chance, and they took advantage of it and kicked a 20-yard field goal, led uh, 
They led at the half, 17-14. Now, after the half, uh, Lane's kind of took a different turn. Uh, we played great defense and really limited Blue Tigers. And a, a big part of that effort was senior linebacker Gray Holbrook. Now, not, I, I wanted to, to spotlight Gray here because I thought he played a great game. But I wanted to emphasize, too, that it, it was the entire defense. Uh, we made plays all over the field on Friday night uh, from every every tier of the defense. But uh, in the middle of the third quarter, uh, Holbrook blitzed off the, the right end into a jet sweep. I think uh, Corey Danner actually had the ball. And Holbrook met Danner and nearly decapitated it with a hit. It, it, it was a violent collision, and he, he forced a, a fumble. Uh, and Holbrook landed on the ball, recovered it, and it really changed the momentum of the game and derailed a promising drive uh, for Washington Wilkes. And, and that's good enough for Lou's use play in the game. Who snuck it in there on me? Give that man a clock for sure. <laughs> Give Holbrook a clock. He deserves it. Uh, if, if you get the chance to go on our Twitter, you can see we retweeted uh, video of that play this week from yeah. Commerce Tiger footballs. And that did change the whole game, too. That definitely changed momentum. Oh, yeah. Uh, Commerce, the fans really got into it after that. and uh, Although we didn't score the rest of the third quarter, it, it made an impact. Um, once things got into the fourth, uh, Trey Huff really got to roll it. Um, he, he sealed the win for us with two fourth quarter touchdowns. Um, he also made a great play to, to run some time off the clock there uh, with about five minutes left in the fourth. Um, he, he went out of bounds at the one-yard line or took a knee at the one-yard line to run some, some clock off so that uh, the Tigers could secure that victory. But all in all, Commerce made a statement win with a 28-17 to to road victory over the Washington Wilkes Tigers. Absolutely. It was a, an awesome night, good football game. Um, Anthony Gaddis got us these stats. I'll, I'll kind of run through these stats real quick, Son. Um after Friday night's game, we eclipsed 3,000 yards rushing offense on the year uh, and 500 passing offense for the year, so the offense definitely still humming. Uh, we had 343 yards rushing to Washington Wilkes, 136 yards rushing, 61 rushing attempts for the Tigers of Commerce, 5.62 yards per carry. Two out of two for passes uh, we completed for 19 yards. Uh, Washington Wilkes only had 90 passing yards, 11 to 20 uh, attempts there for Cobb. We had 63 plays to their 43 plays, definitely controlled the ball. Always good to see that with our offense. Uh, we forced Washington Wilkes to punt six times to our three, nine penalties to their 11. A lot of those were unsportsmanlike, and wow, that, there was a lot of those. The refs never seemed to quite get control over, over the game, which was kind of annoying. But anyways, individual offense, Sammy Brown had 18 carries, one touchdown, over 100 yards. Trey Huff with three touchdowns. 15 carries, 67 yards. Draylon Martin, uh, 61 yards and 12 carries. He had some tough carries, too. He, he played his tail off. It, I mean, his jersey was just wrecked at the end of the game. Uh, definitely a sign of, of him, you know, getting down and dirty and, and getting some of the tough yards. Elijah Burns, 88 yards on 11 carries. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, Gavin Dolly with six tackles. Gray Holbrook, obviously the big tackle, lose use play of the game. Get that man o'clock. He had eight tackles, uh, Jackson and Freeman on the defensive line, both with two tackles. Um, some of our matchups we talked about last week, Uncle Song, we talked about the uh, 
Commerce secondary and, and kind of Washington Wilkes passing game. We, we did pretty well there. What do you think? I think so. Um, I think, you know, you went through some of those stats from, from Mr. Gaddis and uh, we showed that Washington Wilkes only had 90 yards passing. Um, they were just over 50% on their completion rates. But I, I don't remember them really ever get, getting anything going through there. They did. Um, so I, I feel like that our secondary really played a good game. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember Creed Dunbar making that. Oh, yeah, um, huge play on third down. Yeah, I mean, that could have been a touchdown. Easily. He was open. He was open. It, it would have been a touchdown. And and, and, we, he, and Creed got his hand up, got, got in the way uh, just enough. So that was yeah, that was a huge play there. Um, so I, I think that was a win for the Tigers there with our secondary versus their passing attack. And we we talked uh, about the uh, line of scrimmage as well. Um, I think we won that battle as well. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was almost like we found a soft spot in their defense and we exploited it all night. Yep. Um, you know, from guard center to guard, being Gaddis, Hardy, and Freeman. Uh, they really went after number 73 for Washington Wilkes. Uh, big guy. Real big guy. And by the end of the game, he was just demoralized. And uh, we'd go in and we'd run, uh, you know, those fullback dives up the middle, the midline. Uh, and and we, we saw something that we liked there and we exploited it. So I, I think we won that matchup too. Yeah. Um, good, good play there, you know, establishing the midline all night, and that's 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 really demoralizing for a defense when you can do that. Uh, special teams and self-inflicted mistakes. I think the self-inflicted mistakes parts were pretty pretty plentiful on both sides. I think they actually won the turnover battle, if I'm not mistaken. They did. But uh, the big one, of course, came in the third quarter for the Tigers from Commerce. Yeah, we, uh, we lost two fumbles, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And then we had a turnover on downs. Um, and then we recovered that one fumble. But it was, like you said, it was a big one. And then special teams, I, I felt like uh, we had a couple touchbacks, but we had to cover on our kicks because a couple of them didn't get into the end zone. Yeah. But uh, O. Childers really, he had he made an impact in the game. Uh, there he punted the ball down in, inside the five-yard line and gave Washington Brooks extremely long field. To travel one time. Yeah, it, it was a it was a chilly night, but um, yeah, Air Diaz he, he got a couple touchbacks and a couple real close, and they they covered pretty well. Um, I don't I don't think that that killed us, but uh, yeah, Bo Childers, good to see him. And you never want to see the team punting, but it was good. He he don't get out there very much and showcase his talent. So uh, he's he's a great punter, and I, I think pretty much all the matchups we talked about, we did we did really well with. Um, and obviously that led to a, a result that we like to see and, and a good ride home for all the Commerce Tigers. Oh, yeah. So week 11 results, we won't go too far into this as we usually do. The biggest result I want to mention is Irwin County falling to Clinch County 13 to nothing in Homerville. Um, <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter, we went through a lot more results than this on Friday night. Um, but uh, that was one that definitely shocked us a little bit. Yeah, I – it came out of nowhere. I remember seeing it on my phone, and I showed you, and, like, you were surprised, but you thought it was like a halftime. I score, thought right? it was like a first quarter score. I was like, oh, well, that's not a big deal. They'll come back. And then I looked back, and it was final, and I was like, what? Yeah, it was it was insane. Crazy. Um, Brooks County hammered Turner County as a 13-point favorite, and uh, 
another top 10 team, Dublin, they were all over Telfair County. So that's kind of the three results that stuck out to me. You got any others that you wanted to, wanted to touch on? No, not off the top of my head. I, I will. Uh, Franklin County. Franklin County lost uh, to Monroe area 28-10. Yeah. Kind of shores up the uh, that, region results there in that, that region. What did um, you say? I, it, I was just saying it kind of shores up region 8 AAA. Um, yeah. That's pretty yeah. pretty well decided what they're going to be. Um, there was a shakeup in the single A top 10. I'll run through the top 10 real quick for single A before we get to week 12 preview and then the Commerce Lincoln County preview. Uh, single A top 10, we got number one better holding the throne there. Number two, Dublin, a team that I've I've been telling you all, all year. that they're, they're definitely stout and they're up there at number two now. Brooks County stays at number three. Commerce stays at number four. Irwin County drops back to number five. Number six, Macon County, and uh, number seven, Pelham. Number eight, Chattahoochee County. So number six versus number eight this week uh, in Montezuma. Number nine, Washington Wilkes, and number ten is Clinch County climbing up there. Um, wow. That's really the only the only game I wanted to cover for the Week Twelve preview outside Commerce Lincoln. I know we got plenty to talk about uh, for the next you know ten minutes or so about Commerce and Lincoln. But uh, Week 12 preview, uh, Macon County hosting Chattahoochee County. I wanted to touch on this one also because Commerce drew Region 5 in the first round of the uh, state playoffs. So this is on the pick'em, and uh, it is a pick'em. And uh, this is for the Region 5 championship. Both of these teams are unbeaten in region play. And um, there's a, a possibility, I think, that you know the loser of the Commerce-Lincoln game may play one of these teams. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one for you on Friday night uh, tonight and uh, get some <laughs> results for you. Hopefully, um, you know, Commerce wins tonight. We don't have to worry about playing either of these teams because they're going to be stout. And as we mentioned on Twitter, uh, Region 5 is a, a region that we covered all year long pretty well, and they're that's a deep region. So we could have a first-round opponent that won't be a pushover. Um, more more games are in the potluck pick them if you hadn't done that. Twitter at potluck football. We got the potluck pick them up last night and uh, go check those out and see, see which games we, we, uh, we have on there and get your picks in. But without further ado, let's talk about commerce in Lincoln County. All right. So uh, we'll open it up talking about the Lincoln County red devils. Uh, Lincoln County is a high school located in Lincolnton, Georgia. That is 78 miles east-southeast of Commerce High School. Uh, LinkedIn has a population of 1,566 people. Uh, according to the Explore Georgia website, Lincoln County is known as Georgia's freshwater coast. I, I didn't know that. I, I didn't mean, know they had that title. <laughs> who, do, who, um, who, who doesn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's because of the Clark's Hill Reservoir down there. There's 1,200 miles of shoreline. Uh, on that reservoir. Uh, but Lincoln County is truly known for football. And uh, they started out down there as the Lincoln Red Devils. Uh, they, they're actually known as the Bearcats. Really? For a while, which I did not know. Didn't know that either. Uh, I found that out on the Georgia High School uh, Football Historian Association wow. website. I feel like uh, Bearcats may be even a better name. Why'd they abandon that? What a Bearcats. You don't hear many Bearcats. I don't know. I mean, that kind of, kind of gives me like a Cincinnati vibe. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's hard for me to not think of Lincoln County as the Red Devils, though. 
But uh, they started playing football down there in 1922. Uh, they took a year off in 27 and continued all the way till uh, 69 as Lincolnton. And then like so many county schools in, in the state of Georgia, they consolidated uh, in 1970, and that, that kind of breaks up the, the high school football records. As, as the Lincoln County Red Devils, they won 59% of their games. But since 1970, they've won a whopping 81% of their games, which is kind of unreal. Uh, it's 532 wins to 122 losses and five ties. And a lot of that can kind of fall, a lot of that success kind of fall on the shoulders of Larry Kent. Um, historic high school football coach, not only in single-weight ball in Georgia, but really nationwide. Uh, when you bring up the name Larry Campbell, when you're talking about high school football, people know who you're talking about. Um, he coached for 42 seasons uh, in Lincolnton uh, from 1972 to 2013. Uh, he won 477 games, 85 losses. That's almost an 85% win percentage. Um, the Lincoln County Red Devils have 33 region titles. Uh, their last coming in 2012. They played at 7A for many years. That's Region 7 in single A. And then they have uh, won 11 state titles with that last one coming in 2006. Um, you know, people people talk about Larry Campbell a lot. They also talk about uh, the great players that have come through Lincoln County. Um, two of them have been AJC Super 11 players. That's Garrison Hurst in 1989 and Kurt Douglas in 1987. Both of those guys went on to play at UGA. Uh, Garrison went on to play in the NFL, played for uh, the San Francisco 49ers uh, and some other teams. Um, but not only have, did they have they had next-level talent, they have had a ton of talent at, high, at the high school level. 143 AJC All-State players. Mm. That's just unreal how many players they've had over the years to make All-State. And when you go through the list and look at the different names of the players, you notice that it's all generations of different families. Like you got big Lincoln County names down there like Norman and Wynn and Ferguson. And then there are a couple others like Jones and Brown um, that, that have, have been playing down there for generations. And then they've been great players. Um, so, that's kind of what I think about when I think of Lincoln County football. Is I think about Coach Campbell, and I, I think about all the great players that have played down there. Um, really successful program. Now, looking at the Commerce Lincoln County series, this this series has been one that's been really lopsided. Honestly, um, <clears throat> we played eighteen times. Commerce has won four of those games. Um, the first time we played was in 1986. It was a 13-6 loss at home for the Tigers. Um, then we went on to lose four more times to Lincoln County in a row. Three of those were, were in the playoffs, and, and two of those were really uh, memorable for me in 1998 and then in 1999 in the Georgia Dome. Um, then Commerce kind of went on a streak. We won four games in a row between 2000 and 2002. We played them twice in, uh, in 2000. 
And that's where, really where the, the sense of this game being a rivalry came from. There's, if you uh, hear people in Lincoln County talk about their rivals, they talk about Washington Wilkes because that's their number one rival. But they also include the Commerce Tigers, and, and that kind of came from this time. Uh, I remember reading an article years ago that actually compared Coach Savage to Coach Campbell, which was a huge honor. Um, but since then, since 2002, we've lost nine straight uh, to the to the Lincoln County Red Devils. Uh, four of those games have been one-score games, so they haven't all been lopsided. Uh, in fact, a lot of them have been really close. Uh, and we saw that last year when we went down there and played them in the second round of the playoffs. Uh, we lost 21 to 17, uh, a game we really felt like we, we, we probably should have won. Uh, it's a, kind of a heartbreaker that we lost it. Uh, one stat that I found interesting is, is traditionally we played them better at home, which is, which is good, uh, for us. Um, tonight we, we average, we have an average win of 15 to 14.4 at home, where it's on the road or at a neutral site, we have an average loss of 29.6 to 12.3. So we're a lot better when we play, uh, Lincoln County and in, in the Rayland Stadium. Um, so since 2013, since Campbell's departure, they've had three head coaches, kind of a lot of turmoil, not turmoil, but a lot of turnover at Lincoln County. Uh, Lee Chonk is, is the current head coach. Uh, he has an overall record of 109 wins to 65 losses. Uh, he's coached, he was a longtime coach at Vidalia, and before then he coached at Evans. Um, so far at Lincoln County, he is five and three. Um, they opened the season with a loss at home to Double A Jeff Davis. That's a nine one team. Uh, they lost twenty four to fourteen. Um, the next week they won at home to Westside Augusta seven to six. Followed that with another win over Double A Laney thirteen to seven. Lost at home to Triple A Harlem forty two to twenty seven. They beat Elbert County. On the road, um, 27 to 20. They had a game that got canceled with Towns, and then they beat Social in a really contested contest. Uh, this game was actually 20 to 20 in the fourth quarter, and Lincoln County scored 16 unanswered at the end of the game to give them uh, a victory. But that was a game they played at home. Then they lost uh, to Washington Wilkes in that, that really good game, 14 to 13. And then they beat uh, Green County last week, 48-19. to 19. So uh, Lincoln County's not a slouch. Uh, I know earlier in the season we were kind of down on because the results didn't really seem to be there on the scoreboard. Um, but they're, they're a good team. They, they've shown that they can hang tough. They've shown that they can play with just about anybody that they've played with. Um, so that, that's kind of what, what I've thought about Lincoln County so far this season. Yeah, and that's kind of their results. Combined opponent record win loss, 34 and 36. So maybe maybe not the best, but we did hear some double A teams there, some triple A teams there. Um, they've definitely, you know, had an up and down year, I would say. But um sometimes, like we've mentioned in the past, Lincoln County does seem to kind of play up and play down. We know that the talent's there to uh to win it, probably to win against anybody in the region, obviously, since you know the result against Washington Wilkes. But uh Let's go ahead and talk about this 2020 team, Lincoln County, a little bit more in depth. 
So the 2020 Lincoln County Red Devils uh, offense is the single wing, um, double wing, four to five wide receiver shotgun set. So we see a lot of different sets from them, Song. Yeah, yeah. They, and they run different sets depending on who they play. Um, you know, that single wing, they broke that out against Green, and that's what we're traditionally used to seeing. Yeah, and that's, they kind of played really good uh, with that, too. Uh, jet sweeps, fullback traps, you know, we get offensive line pulls a lot. Um, they don't come off the ball super hard, which I'm not sure if a Lincoln County team ever really has. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just one of those weird things. Uh they were balanced against Washington Wilkes for what that's worth. Uh, probably the most comparable team to Commerce, 108 passing yards to 153 rushing yards, and they really didn't have any passes against Green County. Yeah, there's a lot of flexibility in their offense. And, uh, yeah, defensively, I, I didn't get to see a ton of defensive film when I, I watched them play, but I did see they ran the 4-3 a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the guys that stuck out on film uh, were number two, at number five, number two is uh, Colton Willis, who is quarterback and linebacker. Great name. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> got a Colton there. But uh, he's a big old boy, first off. Uh, I don't know how he squats down to get under center like he does, but he can he can throw the ball and he can run. Uh, he plays well on defense. And uh, number five is kind of like a little scat back. But he, he's the guy who gets the ball most of the time on the, the jet sweep, and he's got some speed. So uh, those are the two guys that I, I noticed that I wanted to watch out for um, tonight when they when they come up to Commerce to play on Tigers. Right. Uh, matchups that we'll talk about quickly. Uh, line of scrimmage, always going to be a matchup in a big game. And then edge containment. And then kind of the, the third one, which is a wild card that we found out last night, uh, or yesterday evening, I guess it was. Um, Trey Huff is not going to be able to play. Starting quarterback Trey Huff is in the quarantine for COVID nineteen protocols. Folks, that scares me a little bit. But we do have Sammy <laughs> Brown at quarterback, and let me tell you, you know, we'll, we'll start off with this one. Um, actually, let, let's talk about line of scrimmage and edge containment. What, what do you think about what are you thinking there, Solomon? We'll, we'll finish up with Sammy Brown at quarterback. Well. Our offense is always built on the line of scrimmage, and can can we block better than the guys can get off of those blocks? Right. Can we get movement off the line of scrimmage? Um, we saw that last Friday night. We we controlled the line of scrimmage and we controlled the clock, and we played our kind of ball, and it worked out. Yeah. Um, I think that will be key for us on the offensive side of the ball is, is we've got to be able to make some some seams in there. We got to be able to to get some movement. Um, talking about edge containment, that, that's one thing uh, that I, I thought was important for us against Washington Wilkes last week with their team speed and then running a lot of jet sweeps. And I think we played well. I think the secondary came up and, uh, and forced those plays back inside. And we tackled for, for pretty short game. But I, I think we'll have to do the same thing against Lincoln County this week um, because they do have speed. Right. Um, that number five, he, he has the opportunity to get to the corner and run a long time if, if we can't keep containment and force him back inside where we have built to tackle. Right. Um, and then kind of that – what I wanted to save this for last because there's a little bit more talking points at this, and there's kind of a history, a, l- a little bit of a history here. So in 2003, uh, I was actually – I went down to this game in Lincoln. I remember being there at Lincoln. I think um, my brother was playing on the team at this point. But 
it was uh, commerce was actually number eight and Lincoln County was number one. And starting quarterback did go down at that time. I, I think it was Josh Haynes. Is that is that right? I think you're right about that. It was. I think he was out with a broken collarbone. Yep. So, something like that. And and um, so Dennis Wilder <laughs> played quarterback the whole time out of the Notre Dame box, if I remember correctly. And uh, that was kind of what we did. Uh, and it, it, we lost a, a really close game down there in Lincolnton. Um, I, I know Coach Brown's going to have something ready to go. Uh, do you think we'll see something like that tonight? Or you think what, what are you thinking about Sammy Brown at quarterback? Well, I, I don't know. We know he did play quarterback position in middle school. Yep. So it's not like he's going to be lining up at quarterback for the first time in his life. Right. Um, you know, we made the kind of made the joke earlier in the year that he can pass. Yeah, you know, he maybe, can pass. Maybe he can pass tonight. I I don't know. I I a hundred percent do not know what. I know that this this throws a huge wrinkle in the game. Um, I know that Coach Brown and the coaches, all the coaches will have. Well, they'll be ready to go. They'll have a they'll have a game plan, but it definitely is a question mark that I'm looking forward to, to kind of watching out for. Um, and it's funny that that has happened before, you know, in 2003 is this kind of, the, you know, a little bit different situation, but either way, a, a, quarter, a starting quarterback was down with injury and we're playing Lincoln County. So um, the stakes couldn't be higher tonight in Ray Lamb stadium. Uh, sorry for the delay on getting this out, but we did want to get it out to you on Friday. So you can listen to kind of throughout the day. Let's leave you with some predictions and some parting thoughts. Uncle Psalm, what you got? Um, I think due to our personnel challenges, I think this game is going to be a, a slower game. Um, I, we've got depth at running back, so I'm not really worried about that. Um, I don't. I think the spread's 18 on this game. 18. I yeah. don't. I don't see Commerce covering, but I see Commerce winning. Um, let's see, 27 to. Uh, 14. Okay. So, yeah, that, that would actually be a nice, comfy win. Uh, yeah, the spread, I think we said 18, right? Yeah. I think that's what it was. I don't think Commerce covers that either. That may have been kind of – I think that's based on mostly what we've done and, and you know, Huff not being in there doesn't really take that into account. I do like the 27 yeah. points scored. I think Lincoln County gets on the board a little bit more than that. Um, I'm going to say Tigers – 22 to 16 weird scoring game. How about that? 22, 16. I think it's going to be a tight one. I think the Tigers are going to win though. Um, any, any last thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no, we'll, we will provide uh, our regular live scores and updates tonight. It will be a little bit different. Uh, you know, you got a wedding rehearsal tonight yeah, right a little, little rehearsal dinner i think i'll be i'll be safe to get there second half for sure but um yeah i will be a little late getting to the game yeah and i i will um be able to attend tonight but i'll be doing the, the live scores and updates from our uh with the help of our friends over at wjjc in the live stream keep everybody updated on twitter on what's going on in the game and uh, looking forward to a good game tonight from uh, Tiger Field. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, as always. And we'll see you tonight in Ray Lamb, hopefully. Go Tigers.